1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: Seaton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your
3: mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon.
2: It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real would smoke real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.
4: When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Stay a while. We've got a controversy going on. It's a continuation of a controversy yesterday, late in the show, where we found out from Carson Palmer, he got the case that is supposed to have the Heisman Trophy in it for his induction into the College Football Hall of Fame last night in Las Vegas. But the key to opening this very secure case was not there with it. I don't know if the Heisman is in there. I'm hoping it is, but we can't find the key. The key has been lost. And I don't know if this is some sort of bait and switch, Indiana Jones, where somebody might have put a 40-pound sack of sand in there and maybe they have the Heisman Trophy on their mantle. I don't know. I just know. I went in the back and the back room guys as quoting one of the back room guys, I will blow the damn lid off this. If I get immunity, you can grant that I can grant. I can grant immunity. All I know is Dylan in the back is pointing a finger at Mario and says, I will blow, I will blow this out of the water. If I'm granted immunity. And I am going to grant Dylan immunity here. Might have to put him on the air here. But You're like the uh, Sammy the Bull of the back back room. I well, it didn't take long before they started to turn on one another.
2: Henry Hill, like Henry Hill. Yes, <laughs> yes.
4: yes. But it was there was some finger pointing as I walked back, and the big German is just there listening, and uh, I went, "Oh, wow." And then that's when I got the bombshell. You give me immunity and I'll blow this damn thing out of the water. Yes, Todd.
5: So Mario already has that ill-advised basketball shot that will never let him live down. Now we're going to put this on top of him, too? And so to what this whole uh, Carson Palmer Heisman situation is? Well. That's a lot to handle.
4: Feels like you're shifting blame there.
5: I do like the fact that it's been narrowed down to just Dylan and Mario as the culprits. Okay. It makes me feel but, a little But bad.
4: you were the overseer.
5: I guess I was the delegator. If a delegator slash overseer.
4: Hey, Sean Payton got suspended for a year.
5: That's true. That's very true.
4: Okay. And look, I will take it upon myself that I let you be involved in it. Therefore, I let Dylan and Mario. So it is on me.
5: Yes, it is a Dan Patrick show. situation. I, I do take full
4: responsibility. I chose the wrong people to trust. You did? Yes, I
3: did. <laughs> that was poor job by you. Yes, he You thought we could handle that. I just, while we're firing off blame everywhere, I just do want to say that it was you who put it in the box, correct? No. Oh, I, I thought that was the, uh, the, the update from yesterday. You were no, the one who actually placed the Heisman watched, in the crate.
4: I watched it
3: close. I didn't put it supervised.
4: in. I don't pick up something that heavy. I mean, I, I lift this show every day, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not I, I have people who carry around my trophies. Mm-hmm. I watched said Heisman be put into the uh, suitcase. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yes. yes
5: Permission no. to badger the witness. So you did have the opportunity to say, How exactly are you planning on putting the key in with this to mail it out so that everything runs smoothly on their end when they get No,
4: it? because I didn't know how said key arrived with said Heisman to begin with, Todd.
5: But why should it matter how it came if you think there's a certain specific way that it should go back Why matter would how I th- it was delivered? Okay,
4: why would I think somebody shipping it out is going to slap a key on an envelope on a suitcase? And it's got the Heisman in there.
5: You just said moments ago you should have known better as to who to delegate this responsibility to. So that basically means you knew that there would be some incompetence involved. All the more reason why you should say, here's exactly how I'd like you to send the key out, because I don't trust you guys to send it back the right way.
4: This is why I delegate, <laughs> Todd, so people can have some kind of responsibility but now you in know their you life. shouldn't do that. That's poor yeah. delegation. You went from it. being an executive producer on here. To a lowly Self, booker in the back corner. A self-titled executive producer, <laughs> and then you go, I'm just a booker.
5: Actually, I've said senior vice president of talent slash executive producer, but uh, now in this situation, I'm just a booker. I get the guess. I don't know what happened with the key. And I the will box. give
4: Dylan immunity, and I will talk to him during the commercial break, and I will get to the bottom of this bombshell. But really, we got to find the key. That's it. No matter what, no matter who's to blame, we got to find the damn key for the Heisman. Um, Carson Palmer was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame last night in Las Vegas. And he wanted to have his Heisman on display.
2: Who wouldn't want to have their Heisman with him when they're in Vegas, <laughs> right, Fritzie? Who would want to Valid there. point. You should. You have to have at least that. You're I, the Heisman Trophy winner. Like Romo's there, and you got that over Romo.
4: Yes, like, I mean, all you got it. Tony Romo got inducted too. Carson Palmer brings out the suitcase, and it's like ballgame. That's like scoreboard.
3: Like Tony Romo doesn't have that. He and Romo brought the same number of Heisman's to the ceremony last night. Wow! Recently. Wow! Oh. wow. That is just <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Dang! Too soon.
4: I somehow gave Carson Palmer the Heisman. <laughs> I did. Because he couldn't open it up. So he has his Heisman suitcase, and we don't have the key for the Heisman.
5: But we did say, I hope it works out. You know, Good luck to you. I did put out that email. It's you not did. like we're completely insensitive to the situation. you. Like, one day you'll be able to figure out how to open the case without destroying it. But
4: didn't it. they send an email saying, hey, no luck, we haven't found the key. And then didn't you follow up with an insensitive like it wasn't hey, meant to be insensitive. Have a good weekend guys
5: yeah maybe about 12 minutes later I said any luck opening that <laughs> even though they just said that we can't what are you gonna do
4: well I don't know what I'm gonna do but I feel terrible because you know I got Carson Palmer gave us his Heisman loaned it to us and and we've lost it and that's that's a bummer
5: do we really believe there's a chance when that case opens I don't know if we need Geraldo Rivera to show up that there's something other than the Heisman trophy in that case right now
4: I don't know if you would take the key out of the envelope if you weren't going to look inside the package inside the suitcase
5: and steal the Heisman Trophy altogether and put sand in there instead. Why? Are, why are you laughing about this time? I'm just just the thought of them opening the case and breaking this thing open and it's something other than the Heisman Trophy is not funny, but it's that's just wild that that could possibly even be something that could be existing there.
3: Yes. It's like it's like Geraldo when he finally opens up that yeah, tomb and yeah. there's nothing in there. <laughs> Al Capone's
4: uh, vault there. By the way, segue the Heisman finalists were announced: Aiden Hutchinson, Kenny Pickett, C.J. Stroud, and Bryce Young. Yes, Tom.
5: Bryce Young, the expected winner, is already on record of saying there's no chance
2: <laughs> that that's coming to the Milford Dan Patrick. He's studio. not going to
4: loan it to He's us. It's not going to have him. Yes, Paul.
2: Three of those young men will not have a Heisman, just like Carson Palmer.
4: <laughs> uh, you know, it would be a better conversation piece if you just put the briefcase on the mantle and people wanted to know what was in there and you just say, oh, the Heisman. Heisman is in there. That's, that's all you need. Yes, yeah, uh, Paul it. just answered the
3: phone, which yeah. he never does in show. I know. He's usually very annoyed at people who call, yeah, call him, him, him during the show, but this, this must be very important. Yeah. All right.
6: Yes, McLovin. We didn't give you the hour two poll, is uh, actually from, mostly from okay. Twitter. Who's to blame? Uh, our choices are Todd, Dylan in the back, Mario in the back, you, yeah. Carson Palmer, Ooh. the Heisman people. The College Football Hall of Fame, and we have a write-in for Mark Emmert, the NCAA (laughs) president.
4: (laughs) Emmert. How about the shipping company? Yes. We won't name which shipping company. The the shipping company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you answered the
2: phone. It was an area code that was the same area code as the College Football Hall of Fame. I picked it up, and there was no answer. (laughs) I'm not making that up. It was the same area code. Uh Uh-oh. I think they're preparing a statement.
4: Oh, my God. This is
2: this is horrible.
4: I and I had people yesterday saying, "Hey, good bit with the Carson Palmer Heisman thing." I said it's not a bit. <laughs> there, there there is no key. Our truth is always better than our fiction. Yes.
6: Yeah, we're not good at fiction. <laughs> our truth is is great. It's it's entertaining. Yes, McLovin. What if you pitch a screenplay and you told the story? The first thing would be like, "Wait, why did Carson Palmer send his Heisman to you I guys?" I know.
4: I know. I know. We're not going to get anything anymore. We don't win awards. We ask people to send their awards. (laughs) Darius Rucker's Grammy from Hooting the Blowfish. But he did get that back. I had to send that back when the Grammys, they saw it on my desk. and like, what? Get that back. So we're one for two. Harold Reynolds got his gold glove back. So I'm two for three right now. That one, though, we were like, eh. We'll just send this one back. I, I'm Mac Jones. I'm I'm two for three last go. night. That's one not incompletion. Bad. Yes, that it's a big incompletion, a big <laughs> like a red zone incompletion. I've lost the. Key. We've lost the key. More like a pick six on this one. Yes, it is. Somebody picked it off. Damn. And you're gonna make jokes, hey, you know? a hey joke, boy.
5: I was just thinking that Harold Reynolds thing shouldn't even count. That you could get like at a garage sale yeah. in your neighborhood. <laughs> it's a Gold Glove. Spray painting whatever cardboard thing that was. That's that's offensive to all Gold Glove award winners. I might as well make a lot of errors if that's what you're gonna get. I I agree, Todd. I'm with you. <laughs> the ball go through your legs. I don't need that. Ugh. Just you know what? I'm I'm a bronze. I'm a silver. <laughs>
4: It's, it's the most disappointing award I've ever seen, ever no held. Offense. No <laughs> offense. If, if you would have said, hey, look what my kid did, I'd go, oh, that's cute. That's nice. You know, Timmy, what is he, nine? Yeah, yeah. You got some
3: rustolium oleum Put and all he... this macaroni into a cigar box. Here you go. Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> it's the exact same vibe. The gold glove was real.
4: They, they spray painted two baseballs. And it it looked like it would be a Little League trophy of sorts. And then they just put a glove and spray painted that as well. And they went, hey, gold glove. And that's it. Yes, Todd?
5: My son's participation trophy, and I think it age seven, would rival putting it next to that gold glove. You'd probably take my kid's trophy over that glove.
4: Yeah, that was really disappointing. Like the Heisman's heavier than what you think. I shouldn't be bringing up the Heisman again. I got to distance myself from that. Yes, McLovin. Yeah,
6: Todd's trying to change the subject here yes, by he ripping did. the gold glove.
4: Oh, no. Um All right, so I'm going to grant immunity from Dylan, who works in the back. He was part of the shipping team, I'm told. The brain trust. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as Mario said, are you going to trust a guy who looks like he's homeless? And then Dylan then said, you look like a uh, a failed gym
2: teacher. So <laughs> Character assassination. Yeah. When well, you don't have facts on your side, you make fun of the witness. Yeah. No.
3: You look like a failed gym teacher is pretty pretty good, that's though. That's pretty good. Pretty, just pretty. as a line, not necessarily directed at Mario, but that's a pretty good line. But the fact that it is directed at Mario makes it even makes better. Makes it a little I better. Think.
4: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Tom in Ohio. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Oh, well, not great. Not great today.
2: I, I... You know, I'm getting a good laugh out of it, and everything, uh, just like everybody else is. But um,
7: if that case gets opened up and that Heisman is missing, I think the levity will end. Oh
2: yeah, um, yeah. somebody's going. Somebody's going to want that Heisman back. Or,
7: I mean, Carson's a laid-back guy, and he's happy-go-lucky, but and it was in his garage, and I understand all that. But at his Heisman Trophy Dan.
4: I know. Tom, I'm i am bummed out. I'm I'm being serious. I'm bummed out. What
5: Tom what if someone calls the College Football Hall of Fame? That's what one of those I've got the Heisman Trophy. I want $7 million. <laughs> then what happens? They're holding it for ransom with one of those, you know, electronic voices and you can't trace who it is.
4: Paulie, would you check eBay just to see if somebody's got a
3: Heisman up there? Yeah, Eden. I did yesterday, actually. <laughs> yeah. I did check eBay yesterday. There's a lot of replicas. I wasn't able to come across a uh, Carson Palmer. Damn.
4: I just feel bad. I mean, he's inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame, and he said, hey, I need the Heisman. They want to display it. We, you know, boxed it up. Sent it out. Got the uh, box that it's in. Can't open it. No key. Yeah, Paulie.
2: This isn't the wildest way a USC athlete has lost a Heisman Trophy, but it's one of many. Now, OJ, we had nothing to do with. OJ, we had nothing to do with him. Reggie
4: Bush, we had nothing to do with him. That's not
2: true. Well, you did. Yes, we had a little something to do with Reggie Bush's Heisman being found and sent back.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Paulie was on a mission. Well, I got some tips. Yes, you did. It's like the Heisman committee didn't know where the Heisman was, and Paulie goes, "I'll oh, find it." Well,
2: yeah, they wanted it back, and they it wasn't sent back.
4: Okay, find the key then.
2: Yes, Todd.
5: You can get a Carson Palmer or pretty much any Heisman mini holiday ornament <laughs> for fourteen ninety nine. As a consolation, if for some reason it's a thing of sand that it's not in there, would he accept that fifteen dollar ornament as a alternative?
4: There has to be a master key for these Heisman boxes. Is
2: it shaped like the Heisman guy in a little head?
4: <laughs> that might be the giveaway. But somebody opened up the envelope. We have a picture of the envelope that was opened up.
2: Yes, Paul. I'm told by one of my sources that when they went to the shipping facility, the person at the shipping facility did some extra taping to make sure it was more secure, the envelope. Okay. So when it, when it left our shores or our area... It was more secure than when we handed it off to the shipping people. More secure that the person felt. That was what I heard from the back room.
4: Yeah, but I don't know what to believe in the back room. Of course. There is, there is chaos back there right now. Roger in Indiana. Hi, Roger. What's on your mind? I have the key. I had to pull over. I was laughing so hard. You can't, you can't tell me there's not a locksmith in Las Vegas to get into that thing. All I know is what I'm told through Pauly from Carson Palmer's people in the College Football Hall of Fame. That's all I know. Because I said to Carson, is there a master key? But he couldn't open. Okay. All I know is he couldn't open up and display his Heisman last night at the College Football Hall of Fame. That's all I know. All right. I got to go in the back. I got to see if I'm going to grant Dylan immunity. And then we'll find out if Mario is the person to blame. Take a break. Back after this in the Dan Patrick show. I might have to use my Discover card to pay for a locksmith. Segway. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing. Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted, including Las Vegas. 99% of the places in the United States taking credit cards Take Discover, so when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
4: Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. No, you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per
0: 12 ounces.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, I
4: went in the back during the commercial break. Mario is back there. Dylan is back there. And they're pointing fingers at one another about who is the one to blame for the uh, missing key for Carson Palmer's Heisman case. Uh, Can you guys have Dylan come out? He can sit in McLovin's chair and uh, I gave him immunity, um, but Dylan's going to come out. I granted him immunity. Mario wants immunity as well, but Mario is supposed to be the one who was heading this up. So Dylan is uh, the one who I guess is responsible for shipping out the Heisman case and a key attached to it. Yes, Pauline.
2: Dan, before you get to the interview, for radio people, how would you describe what Dylan looks like? What was the, the defensive coordinator who went to work for the uh, uh, Lions from the Patriots? Matt Patricia? Oh, yeah. He looks like if Matt Patricia was more down on his luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have gotten that before. Okay. <laughs> a, a few this, more vices,
4: perhaps. This isn't the first time that Dylan has been granted immunity in his life, but
7: um, you, uh, you have the opportunity here. Do you have a statement to make? I do. Um, first of all, I want on the record I'm not a rat. Never been a rat, but um, I would like to clear my name. Okay. So Mario, it's Mario's fault, really. (laughs) Okay. At the end of the day. Okay. I was instructed by Mario, which I should have ignored, to be honest. But he said it's in an envelope taped to the outside of the case. Okay. So I go to FedEx. So it was already taped? No, it was not. It had been when it got here, so I... And Were this, you
4: instructed
7: to tape the key to
4: the side of the Heisman? Yes. Okay. By? Mario. Okay. Who is your
7: boss? Um, no, but... He's a, and I definitely shouldn't listen to him. Okay. Um, so I take it to FedEx. Okay. First, I put it in a white envelope, the one that we've seen in the uh, photograph. The one that was opened? The one that was opened. It was not open at the time. It was okay. sealed. Okay. And then at FedEx, I, it was put into a plastic sleeve, which was then stuck onto the case. So a second layer of protection. By the shipping company. Yes. And I was not told to do otherwise by the professionals at said shipping company. Okay. Thereby clearing me of any guilt. Sort of. Did you at any point think
4: this seems maybe a little haphazard?
7: I'm gonna be honest, Dan. I didn't, which is probably worse. <laughs> okay. yeah. But it looked pretty legit to me at the time. Yeah. Um. All right. We'll go back in the in the back. Okay. I hope job. that's enough to you know make immunity worthwhile. Nobody's gonna be fired. I'm not gonna fire anybody.
3: That's too bad. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of kills the bet. <laughs> that kind of ruins the bet. <sighs> yes, yeah, see. You know, I don't want to make a, uh, oh, a serious situation more, more serious, serious. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> the second layer of envelope that was there, the plastic one that was then the, 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 the paper one was put inside of another one that was then taped to the side of it. Yeah. Really, really, really makes it sound like somebody deliberately opened it and makes me much more concerned that the Heisman Trophy is actually inside the box.
6: Wait, you
4: think the Heisman is in there?
3: Mm, it makes me wonder if even more is. if it's actually in there. If, if that means somebody, to, to, for, for the paper to have been ripped the way that it was, it would have had to gone through the plastic one and then the paper one, and then somehow the key fell out of both of those. Oh, man. That's two layers. Oh, man, that well, no, makes me I, very nervous.
4: I believe somebody opened it up but i don't know if you know there were any markings on the box uh, if it looked like they tried to open it up you know we we don't know cuz do, did carson palmer mention the heisman last night when he was there for the uh, hall of
2: fame induction yes he, we have this brief piece of audio okay who's in
6: the box
2: that's it that's all that, we have that's it <laughs> Yeah, the actual audio of
4: Carson. No, no,
3: pie. that's the that's the movie Seven, oh, isn't it? That's not true. No, no,
2: that's
6: actual
3: audio, of Carson. is the
4: box. Isn't that Brad Pitt?
6: <laughs> 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 yes, McLovin. So you know, I was a paralegal. Uh, I have some legal expertise. <laughs> I heard Dylan talking, and immediately I could tell he had been lawyered up. Like he knew he was like here to therefore. Like
3: he was a little too fancy. I don't know if you trust him. Okay. Yes, He He also said, Mario told me to do it, and I did, which is mm, not good enough for me. That's he said, he said. He's like, well, he told me to. It's like, well, yeah, you're supposed to know better, though. Although Dylan did admit to not knowing better Yeah, but, at the same time. Yeah, so. he, but, he wears
2: socks when it's eight degrees out. I mean, he wears no socks. He wears slip-ons when it's eight degrees out. Come on.
4: Yeah,
3: but I can't ding him for that. I mean, there's other things. I mean, you do get the sense, though, that if anybody here could break into that box, it's Dylan. Yes like, who needs the key? I'll just bust into it myself. God, I feel so bad if
4: somebody has stolen that. But why take out the key if you
3: didn't use the key? Like, I don't, that's what I don't know here. And if, also, why stick the envelope back on there, ripped off? Like, if, if it was ripped open, and then what, they tape it back on? That doesn't make a lot of sense either. Like, just throw the thing away. Mike in Kentucky. Hi,
4: Mike. What's on your mind?
1: Dan, i, I got to weigh in on the subject here. Uh, first time, long time, first off. Uh, i, I got to blame it all on Carson, and, and I, this is how I plead the case on that. Uh, if you remember the movie Animal House, when Pinto, the new pledge, had his brother's car for the weekend, Bluto and the gang commandeered it with him in it, they end up trashing it by the end of the night, the new pledge
4: says, my God, what am I going to tell my brother? And they looked at him and said, what were you thinking, letting us borrow the car? You're right. You're right. It's a fair point, so, Mike. I mean,
3: uh, no, thank you. We're going to see if there's an update from Carson. Yes. Yeah, the animal house defense is rarely used, but uh, in this instance, seems accurate. Uh, Sean in Sacramento. Hey, Sean, what's on your mind?
5: My uncle's from another mother. My brother's behind the board, man. Five, eight, a very thick. Two oh eight. So, my take real quick, man, is Dylan, are we on the first 48? He's definitely the guy sipping a cup of coffee, smoking a cigarette, spilling the beans, and rolling over everybody like a freaking Mack truck. That is that is the worst thing I've ever seen in Dan Patrick history, man. I was all upset about Nick Lovin leaving last week, and then this week you got a rat in the back room? Look, man, I think I speak for everybody, all of Dan Patrick Nation, when I say... Suck
4: it, Dylan. Wow. Uh, Todd has some correspondence (laughs) here from Mario. Do you want to to reveal? Why not? I
5: just looked back on some instant (laughs) messages. Is is
4: this on the record or off the record? I
5: think it's on the record. There's nothing like offensive or inappropriate. That's not how it works. Okay. What do you have? But. Are instant messages for public? Was uh, it just meant for that person? That's a good question. No, you can bring. But it. at any rate, October twenty-fifth, eleven thirty-three a.m. Eastern Time. I sent any tracking info on Carson's Heisman delivery to the College Football College Hall of Fame. Mario, response right away. Wouldn't let you down, Fritzel. I follow up with, I know you're super responsible. Mario writes, receipts in my car will track post-show. Thank you very much, I say. Mario responds with, we'll follow up via email with you and Carson. I said, much appreciated. Thanks, as always, for being thorough. His response was, uh, says it was received three minutes ago. This was October 25th, 1140 a.m. Eastern. And I wrote, awesome, back to that. And that's the instant message communication that goes with that.
4: When he says, I won't let you down, it feels like you're the one in charge, that he doesn't want to let you (laughs) down.
5: Or I'm being led to believe that he is super responsible, like I thought, and it Uh, will be handled properly.
4: I don't want to let you (laughs) down, not the show, not Dan. But he
5: actually did let me down because I, for lack of a better word, assigned the shipping to Mario, who then I later found out Mario decided, why don't I give this to Dylan to send out? So I don't know what that's all about. If I'm so in charge and I asked Mario to do it, how did Mario end up giving it to Dylan to ultimately send out? That's an important question.
3: I love that Todd will present evidence against himself in this process. Yeah,
5: looking back at what I just read, that doesn't bode that great for me.
3: By the no, way, you, you said that Mario was Dylan's boss, which was a, that's probably a whole 12-15 podcast episode in itself. Now I have people
4: asking how much is the reward going to be for the safe return of the Heisman key.
3: I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to Carson. Yes, he. When is the you know how we were talking before about there was emails back and forth about, you know, the Heisman people said, hey, uh, we lost the key. And Todd was like, hey, did you find the key? Um, You know, like inappropriately fast where obviously they didn't find it. How long ago was that communication? And has there been any communication in the month, you know, since because all of this was happening in October and it's you know December 7th now. How much communicate? When's the last time we heard from them about if they got the key or got the box open? I
5: will have to check on that. There was a couple of communications with over the last month, which led me to believe either they opened it or they just found, you know, just found another way around it to get it open. They were very concerned about breaking the case. They wanted to keep it authentic and intact. But uh, there was no communication that suggested that they did open and found the trophy to be in there.
4: Where other vans stop short. Thank you, Todd. Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond for their customization options. We should have just put it in a Mercedes-Benz van and driven it cross-country to Vegas. That's what we should have done. Tape the key to the side of the Mercedes-Benz van. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership. Today. All right, we blew right by the Patriots, beating the Buffalo Bills. They ran the ball 46 times. They had three pass attempts, and they ended up winning the game. Here is Bill Belichick on last night's game plan.
1: Bill, at what point did
2: you guys know you're going to have such a run-heavy approach? Was that the plan all week, or was that something? Big? No. No, no. You know, we didn't know what it was going to be. The way it worked out on, a, I, look, Josh did a good job throwing the ball out there today. It's not easy. I thought he did a pretty good job. Not that he, you know, had a career day or anything, but it was it was tough conditions. But he he swung it in there pretty good. And made some really good throws.
4: Here's Josh Allen on the conditions. We got to play better. Uh, it's no secret. We got to start winning games to accomplish what we want to accomplish. But like I said, everything's in front of us and. uh we kind of get to control our own destiny, you know. We gotta, we gotta find a way to keep winning and, you know, start winning games here towards the end and um, start stacking them together. But it starts with the next one. McLevin, the schedule—they have Tampa coming up. They have Atlanta and then New England again.
6: Uh, I believe so. Wait, they have Carolina in there at some okay. point too. Uh, but yeah, they're probably looking at like ten and seven. Will that get them in? They have the Bucks. Then they have the Panthers. Then they go to the Patriots. Then they host the Falcons. And then they end up with uh, the Jets in Buffalo.
4: I'm going to guess they win three of five. That puts them at 10 and seven. (sighs) Well, with that, that extra playoff spot, that certainly helps. Yeah, McLevin.
6: Is it possible they're kind of more built to play a Buccaneers team and they could, you know, that might be a better matchup for them.
4: Well, they blew out the Saints. Like, you're trying to figure out who some of these teams are. And, and that was surprising that, you know, what they did to New Orleans in New Orleans. In case you want to give Bill Belichick a lot of credit, uh, maybe not. Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach on that.
7: How would you just explain the, the psychological component of coaching against Bill Belichick, especially when he's doing something like that, just running the ball constantly? Let's not give more credit than we need to give credit to Bill Belichick in this one. It was, um, whether it's Bill or anybody else, they beat us, right? But you sit here and you tell me, when they start with the average starting, when we start with the average starting field position of the 40 yard line and he starts with the 23 yard line, you give me that ahead of time, I'm so saying I like my chances, I like my chances. So it's not, I don't think, with all due respect, it's not a Bill Belichick type thing. It's what are you doing with the opportunities you got?
4: Well, I got to factor in Bill Belichick because you did have those opportunities. You did have that field position and you did nothing against his defense. And you had them in bad field position and they still ran the ball on you. So I got to give Bill Belichick a lot of credit here. And I'm going to give Sean McDermott and the Bills a lot of blame here. Capitalize. You're at home. He acted as if you'd never seen cold weather before. But they are so dependent on Josh Allen. And as much as I like him, uh, there's only so much he can do. They knew the Patriots were going to run the football and couldn't stop them. So, yes, I'm going to put that blame on McDermott, but I'm going to give a lot of credit to Bill Belichick and the entire Patriots because that defense was great. And I know Buffalo had a chance to win. You're supposed to win those games. Like, this isn't one of those where you go, boy, that would have been cool if Buffalo... This isn't Buffalo, like, you know, seven years ago. You're supposed to be one of the frontrunners in the AFC. You're supposed to have, a, you know, one of the leading candidates for the MVP. You know, great teams win these games, even when the conditions aren't great. Or you don't play at your best. Or they take away something from you. It's just Buffalo is not meant to play in Buffalo weather. Still could have won it. But this is the difference. This is where you look at a team, you look at a coach, you look at an organization, and I'm going to guess the Patriots were like, we're going to win this game. I don't know if Buffalo felt the same way. But I'm, I can guarantee New England did. They're like, yeah, we like what we're doing. We got a good, we got a good game plan defensively, offensively. Mac Jones throws three times. And it's not like you go, you would have let Mac Jones throw, right? Stack the box. Make Mac Jones throw the football. He didn't do it.
6: Couldn't do it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, McLevin. So they play in three weeks. And since it's a divisional game, couldn't Buffalo easily turn around and win that game and change the narrative right back?
4: They better, because if they don't, then you know, then you got a bigger issue here. Is this team, and look, they could lose to uh, New England, they could lose to Tampa. Now, they can win those games, and then maybe they're on an uptick. But if you lose those two, and you're beating a pedestrian Atlanta team and a Carolina team and the Jets, you're not ready for the playoffs. Now, you've got to be able to show that you can win one of these games, a big game, and they haven't. They haven't beaten. Look at all the marquee teams that now, tough schedule. But New England seems to be doing okay with that same kind
6: of schedule. Yeah, McLevin. So who's a favorite in the AFC or who right now as of week thirteen? I don't know. Can I say nobody is a favorite?
4: Because I I don't know. If you run down I would still stay, you know, I, I said Kansas City was going to the Super Bowl. And I still believe that. But I don't trust the Ravens. The Titans without Derrick Henry. The Colts are sneaky. The Colts were the two teams I looked in the AFC, the Colts and the Titans, to go to the Super Bowl to start the year. Um, I trust the Chiefs. I don't trust the Chargers. Anybody else that I'm missing there? Patriots, I have them in there. I, I, I mean, maybe they are a Super Bowl caliber team. I guess I got I, I to gotta include that. You know, the Bengals just lost at home, got blown out by the Chargers. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if there is a front runner. Because if you say New England, it might be recency biased. Yeah, McLevin.
6: And what happens in that AFC North with all the teams are iffy right now? Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah.
4: What if Cleveland doesn't make the playoffs? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Wow. All right, let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. Now Todd is supplying some correspondence with Carson Palmer.
5: I do have some stuff, which includes communication between Carson and the Hall of
2: Fame.
4: Paulie, do you have the cost to replace a Heisman? Unfortunately, yes. All right, let me take a break, and then you can break the news to me. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada and Pletico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum
4: Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
3: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself.
2: Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. h
4: 773 dp show Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Todd has some correspondence with Carson Palmer. He went into the College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, he was going to have his Heisman there on display. And uh, is it tonight that he's going in the Hall of Fame, or was it last night, Tom? It should be tonight. Okay. Well, either way, he's not going to have the Heisman open, I don't think, because he doesn't have the key. We've lost the key. Uh, what does Carson say? What, what's some of the correspondence here?
5: Okay, so I sent a note to um, the Hall of Fame, and they said... Um, Thank you. I have not attempted to open it. However, opening it without the key will likely cause damage to the case. This was October 29th. I had our security check the tapes. And it appears that it was already opened when it arrived to us. Then Dylan responded with, we reached out to FedEx. So unfortunately, there's nothing they can do about the case since it was ripped off or removed during transit. No unique tracking number apart from the case itself. Apologies. And then the Hall of Fame contacts Carson and says, hope all's well. I wanted to see if we had permission to attempt to open it. No. We then reattach a new locking mechanism before shipping it back to you. If not, we can send it back to you directly. Apologize for the inconvenience. And Carson responded on November 8th with, yes, you have permission to open it. But we don't know if it was actually ever opened
4: what concerns me is i had our security check the tapes and it appears that it was already open when it arrived to us wow. that's the envelope that was already open or the heisman case it's vague
5: well, i'm we hoping got... it was just the envelope that he's referring to
2: paulie what is the cost of a heisman dan my sources with the heisman trophy just yeah. got back to us they said to buy a heisman obviously is hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on the auction but to have one redone, the cost of materials, molds, casting and labor would be in the three to five thousand ballpark. They wouldn't give me a specific number, but I think you'd be you could build a Heisman, a new one for under five thousand. OK, it's not that bad. OK, especially since I'm not paying for this.
4: Well, I can absorb that if, if, if but it's going to come out of, you know, Fritzi's.
2: So that gets deducted from paychecks.
4: Well, you just demoted yourself. Like, now you're just a booker. That's true. And Like, I was paying you as an executive producer. Right. Now
6: you're a booker.
5: So all the more reason I could, I could use every dollar I can get if I'm just getting the booker salary, then I would hope you wouldn't die.
6: Yes, McLevin. What if somebody took it out and built their own Heisman that was a fake and put it in there and <laughs> has the real Heisman? I'm not ruling out anything right now.
3: Yeah, Kind of like people who fake art. Artworks, it's mm. like, you know, like, that's a painting. Like, no, this is a forge.
4: A forge that, that, there's somebody who's really good in faking Heisman's. It's possible. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Um, did you know that there is a top five draft pick who's not going to play in a bowl game and nobody cares? Remember when we used to care? It was five years ago. Six years ago this week, I think. Christian McCaffrey said he wasn't going to play in, what, the Sun Bowl? Leonard Fournette then did it. He, he wasn't going to play. Oh my God. You can't, you can't leave your teammates, all those things. It's like they did everything they could do for you, and you're going to play in a meaningless bowl game, and he's going into the NFL. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, it wasn't one of those, hey, I'm going to sit out a bowl game. I'm going to sit out the season. Jamar Chase, LSU. I'm going to sit out the season. Micah Parsons, I'm going to sit out the season. Kayvon, Kayvon Thibodeau, I guess he's not going to play. He's going to be a top five draft pick, it, it appears, the Oregon uh, defensive star. But it, it wasn't that long ago that we certainly cared if you were going to play in a meaningless bowl game. What if one day a star player says, I'll play in that bowl game. I'd like um, a car. Appearance fee. Does that sound far-fetched? And maybe it does, but it shouldn't be. What if Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett's going to be a first-round draft pick. They uh, won the ACC, going to play in the Peach Bowl versus Michigan State. What if he says, I'll play, but I'd like $50,000? I'm watching that game because of Kenny Pickett. If Kenny Pickett is not playing, probably not that interested. It's legal to ask that now, name, image, and likeness. But are we going to get to the point where a player goes, hey, I'm not going to play unless you pay. And I don't think it's far-fetched. Yeah, Todd.
5: Is that worth the public relations nightmare for that player when that's going to ultimately get out I don't think it's a nightmare. Is it worth whatever money they're asking for that, that basically holding the team and the network hostage to a certain extent that I'm not playing in that game? And you know, how does that look for that person going forward? Or is the attitude, hey, good for you, go for yours. They've been all making millions of dollars, the coaches and the networks. It's coaches, your time.
4: Coaches get bonuses being in bowl games.
5: Or would a coach ever say I'm going to only coach this game or I'm not going to coach week 12 unless I get this amount I'm going to renegotiate? They're already making millions, so I guess they don't care. But no.
4: But they get bonuses for playing and, you know, coaching in a bowl game. And who has to know? What if Kenny Pickett's representatives say to the Peach Bowl, you know, $50,000, then he's playing. Then nobody even knows about that. And I'm not, I'm just putting Kenny Pickett's name out there because he's one of the, you know, Heisman finalists here.
6: Yes, McLevin. I read that the Ohio State uh, has a lot of draft-eligible offensive players, and they play Utah in the Rose Bowl. Is that big enough, the tradition of the Rose Bowl, like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, their receivers, to keep them play? Because traditionally, Ohio State guys don't play in the bowl game. I would
4: hope, but I don't know that anymore, where it used to be. Like, we grew up, and it's the granddaddy of them all. Like, it, the Rose Bowl means something. Well, I don't know if it means anything to a 19- or 20-year-old. Not like it did for me. So they may go, eh, who cares? Like, I, do I want to play in the Rose Bowl? They may not.
2: Yeah, Paul. As of right now, Kenny Pickett-A-Pitt has made no statement on playing in the Peach Bowl. The local paper actually ran a story uh, by a columnist saying he should not play. He's given everything to us. But they also added in if there was a 12 or 16 game playoff, he would be playing in the Peach Bowl because be something to play for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Todd.
5: It just seems like to me—I don't know if it's apples and oranges, but I'll say it anyway—is a difference between, you know, I'm not going to play because I want to concentrate on the draft and I don't want to get hurt and it could affect my draft status and how much money I'm going to make versus here's my price for playing in this bowl game. Just—I don't know. I got to. It just seems. It, it really hasn't bad. happened yet, Todd. But but the prospect. I know, of that, you're it already. It could happen, though. You're
4: already overreacting. But I
5: think it could very well happen, even if it's behind closed doors. But that's just ugh, If that's if that ever happens.
4: No, oh, you're on record as... Ugh. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Right. It's been an exhausting show. I got, two, I got one more hour to go? Yes, McClellan. You're not going to like
6: the poll results. What? On who's to blame? Who's to blame? Okay. Just go ahead. Give it to me. Pull you, the Band-Aid off. You and Todd are tied for the first most to blame. Wow. <laughs> Mark Emmert's <laughs> third. Ew. Mario's fourth. Okay.
4: It starts with me. Like, that's the new trend with coaches. It, it starts with me, but it ends with Todd. Just uh, Love that
5: the, the NCAA president is like right behind well, us. Well, you got to blame Mark Emmerich,
4: no matter what happens. Two hours in the books, one more to go. Kirk Herbstreit. Herbie will join us coming up. Eight seven seven three dp show Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. Final hour this Tuesday. Back after this. One more item, our 2M drive had a scoop this morning. The supplement for Driven Guys, no plans to slow down. Clinically tested with herbs, vitamins, supporting your body's natural testosterone production, giving you the energy and the strength and the mental boost you need to compete every single day. You want to achieve your health and fitness goals. But you've got to put in the work. You can get M-Drive at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop or go to mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, so nothing to lose. Give it a try. M-Drive does not contain testosterone. Instead, it really helps your body maintain its natural testosterone production so you have the strength, energy, and focus to compete day in and day out. M-Drive's not for everyone. It's for the driven people. Visit mdrivedan.com. You get the healthy tea support. You get the strength and the energy you need to fuel your day Daily drive. You can pick it up at Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Vitamin Shop. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Refind your prime with
0: mdrive. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
1: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,